Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Dr. Juan Rivera will join us to discuss the mojito diet. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Well, it's always good to have a healthy lifestyle, but can mojitos be part of it? Well, joining us today to discuss this issue is Dr. Juan Rivera. Dr. Rivera is a board-certified internist and cardiologist who trained at Johns Hopkins University. He specializes in the prevention, early detection, and treatment of cardiovascular diseases. He is the chief medical correspondent for the Univision Network and host of the Dr. Juan Show, a weekly one-hour health program on Univision. He's also the author of the new book, The Mojito Diet. And uh, Dr. Rivera, we're very pleased to have you today on the Grok Science Show. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. Well, it is certainly our pleasure. Certainly an interesting book you've written here, The Mojito Diet. Uh, certainly get people to take a look at it. I'm curious, why did you decide to write this book? So basically, as a cardiologist, for many years I've been helping people lose weight. And the majority of people, at least here in Miami, when you tell them that they have to stop uh, drinking alcohol, even when it's social, uh, to lose weight, they all complain. So as a physician, I have two options. Either I fire people from my clinic when they tell me that, or I figure out a way how to negotiate with them. And that's exactly what, what I've done. The mojitos are basically a reward. Mm. Uh, so not, it's not a mojito every day. It's two mojitos per week. <laughs> uh, and obviously you get the reward if you're doing everything else uh, that the diet entails. What does the diet entail then? So it's, uh, think about it in terms of two weeks. So the first week, it's a grain-dropping uh, week, almost like a keto-type uh, diet. You're doing high protein and high good fat and uh, almost no carbohydrates. Now, the second week, I do introduce, again, again some of the uh, good carbohydrates because I don't uh, believe in eliminating entirely a food group uh, from your diet forever. Uh, but during the second week, I ask individuals to do intermittent fasting, 16 hours of intermittent fasting, at least three days out of the seven days. And basically, they, uh, you would stop eating at 8 p.m., and then you would uh, restart eating at 12 p.m. the next day. You can drink water, uh, black coffee, or tea. This is a, sort of a combination of protein diet, but then transitioning back into a more balanced diet? Yeah, exactly. So what I did was I basically looked at the literature. What is working? What what does the science says uh, that that we can do to to lose weight? And so we know that if you do a high protein, low low carbohydrate diet, uh, you know that's going to make uh, people lose weight. But the problem with a keto like diet long term is that a lot of people then consume way too much fat and their cholesterol goes up. We don't want that. And we don't want to eliminate carbohydrates forever because carbohydrates uh, are, are one of our sources of energy. So what I've, what I've done is I combined that with something else that uh, has been published about extensively, which is intermittent fasting. We know that 
intermittent fasting is going to help individuals lose weight. We know it's going to help with insulin resistance, in other words, better blood sugar control. Uh, there's an article recently published in Science that showed that it's actually very good for blood pressure control as well, and some preliminary studies that, uh, that say that intermittent fasting can be good for the prevention of uh, dementia. And then, obviously, adding uh, to, to the intermittent fasting and the week of low carbohydrates, I incorporate also portion control based on the DASH diet. So when you think about the mojito diet, it's a combination of the best scientific evidence out there. Where does exercise play into this plan? So exercise is obviously always, always important. My take on exercise is I like people to do something that they enjoy. So if you like dancing, uh, you should uh, take some time five days out of the week to do that. If you like playing tennis, playing basketball, you like running. Uh, I need people to do whatever it is that they really enjoy doing activity-wise because otherwise it just it, it's not long-lasting. So in this particular book, there's a, di- uh, there's a chapter that talks about activity and how um, physical activity benefits you in terms of losing weight and decreasing your cardiovascular risk, but there's no particular plan, uh, no particular exercise plan. I want people to do what they like uh, doing because then that will translate into doing it for a, for, for a long time. Mm. Do you find that people have difficulty beginning diets or maintaining them? And how do you recommend people approach it as going from starting a new diet and then to maintaining it long term? I, I think that there's a couple of things. What I have uh, found is that when someone is starting to exercise or starting a new diet for the first time, if that individual is uh, above the age of 40 and you know they've never done any significant exercise or dieting, it's tough. Stuff. Whatever we don't start by age 40, it's just very difficult to do it afterwards. It's not impossible. We can all do it, but that's what I've noticed in terms of, of my practice. Uh, the other thing that I would say is you have to have goals that are long-lasting goals. In other words, if you're doing a diet just because you want to wear the jeans that you used to wear when you were 20 years younger, then you're more likely to do uh, something like the, the, the keto diet or keto diet or something extreme, an HCG diet, for example, that allows you only 500 calories uh, because you just want that immediate uh, goal. Well, what can happen after that is you're, you're going to gain another 20 pounds, another 30 pounds uh, because that is not sustainable. So when you diet, if you think about being healthy, if you think about reducing the number of medications that, that you're already taking, if you think about controlling your blood sugar better, those are goals that will um, that will make you follow a diet for a long period of time. And the goal should always be to have a balanced diet. Even if you're decreasing carbohydrates significantly for a, for a short period of time, at some point your diet should look like a balanced diet. Well, it's all good advice. We are running slightly out of time. I'm just curious if maybe you have some final words regarding the mojito diet. So basically, the, the purpose of the mojito, the mojito diet is for people to be able to lose weight and be healthy, but without feeling like they're in prison. I, I want people to enjoy life. We still have to enjoy life. Life is about balance. Life is about having fun with friends. And that's, that's why I decided that for the title, I was going to include the reward, the mojito. It doesn't have to be the mojito. It can be uh, whatever drink you enjoy, but... Uh, The idea is that we have to enjoy life uh, while we are accomplishing our, our health goals.
Well, we were just talking with Dr. Juan Rivera, the author of The Mojito Diet, and Dr. Rivera, I'm very pleased today to have you on the Grok Science Show. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.